Hi everyone! Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Coffee Talk with Riri. Today is a little bit different. You know, I always talk about body positivity and dance and fitness and passion. And what else do I talk about in my podcast? Oh, relationship, anxiety. anxiety. That's right, that's right. Today's a little bit different because I'm going to talk about a different subject. Well, I'm not the one to talk about. <laughs> Let me introduce you to my good friend. Can I call you a good friend even though we, know, we don't really know each other for so long? But No, you stick with just friend. Okay. Or we just know. good. We good. <laughs> friend. We good. We're good Comma, friends. Friend. We're good friends. We went to Big Bear together. Right. All the, the it's tribe. energy, you know? It yeah. doesn't matter how long you know the person. It's just, um, it's a chemistry and energy and, you know, connection that you have with the person. Yeah. Anyways, this is Daniel Cueva. See? Cueva? Cueva. Cueva. Ay, que rico, Dios mío. <laughs> so, Daniel is an entrepreneur. He is a podcaster engineer and the lover of life indeed yes yes um welcome (laughs) thank you thank you thank you for having me it's uh it's a pleasure because i've um i've listened to your your shows and i I can definitely relate to a lot of the things so i'm really happy to be here thank you so let's get started okay the first question (laughs) what's your story Sorry, I have to like, um, you know, be dramatica because, uh-huh. you know, it's a Latina fuego over here. Yeah. Um, well, my story really is a large, unending sort of topic that will just continue to go. But um, yeah, I mean, do you want to hear my story in regards to entrepreneurship, like my personal, like what, just in general? Start with your personal, because personal. before that you are doing, before career, you are a person, you're a human being. Yeah. So tell me your story, where are you from, um, and then you can talk about your passion and your career and how you're so successful, and I want to know your <laughs> tips. <laughs> Share. Okay. Share with my people. Okay, awesome. Yeah, well... Uh, so I'll start off with the most valuable thing in my life, which is my family. I have awesome parents and four siblings, all five of us in total. Um, everything starts from there. And my, my successes, my struggles, everything, everything is secondary. And um, I'm, very, I'm very lucky to have such a supportive um, team members I would say because they've helped me out through literally so many different aspects of life relationships um, business everything I I don't know how I could do anything without them first of all so um, yeah and we're all from Peru we uh, we've lived obviously in the States for most of our lives and yeah I mean it's an interesting story because I have parents that are very different from each other. And it's interesting because a lot of people always ask me like, you know, like what motivated you? Why are you the way you are? As you can tell, sometimes I can be a bit intense. Mm -hmm. And the thing about me is that I've always strived to be very balanced 
and my dad is, you know, he's an economist, went to one of the best universities in, in, in Peru. So I always grew up with that entrepreneurship mentality, always like uh, having your finances great, understanding credit cards from such a young age. He really mentored me and guided me through that step, which is very important now, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I have my mom, my mama, who mm -hmm. she's a kindergarten teacher, you know, she really loved family, really, really cultivated those values from the beginning. And so thankful to have her. I mean, I, I, I was, I'm the youngest, so out of all of us, it was, it's, it's nice to always felt that I was being taken care of. Mm -hmm. Don't get uh, used to it. Oh, <laughs> I think that's like something that like I was, I would, I had a challenge yeah. because as you grow up, you learn to have your own wings and look at life the way that you want to, but with a upbringing so loving, so, you know, protective, sometimes they impose their, their views on what success is or what life should be like, especially the, being the youngest, right? The baby, the mm -hmm. one that they take care of. So it was a challenge of mine to actually step away from it and look at life the way that I wanted to. Um, so that's really where it started for me. That's really what starts. I mean, that's everything else is secondary, like I said. Um, but that really truly is like my, my passion for life. There's not a day that we don't have, that we don't speak. Um, we have a group chat that we just go on every day. Um, so, so yeah, that's... So you grew up in Peru and yeah. born and raised? Yes. When did you um, come to the state? Uh, about when I was nine years old. Straight to LA? Uh, first to the valley, San Fernando Valley, 818. And Representing, <laughs> I don't know, I'm still in my 718, 718 New York, but I was too lazy to change, but yeah. Yeah. I promise I'll be 323 one day. <laughs> 323? Three, three? No, three what is 323? It's West still side? LA, but like, mm. Okay, never mind. We love you all. We love you all. <laughs> no, no, judgment. no, they're all, all LA. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but for the most part, yeah, LA, Ventura County for some time, and then always, but most of my life has been here in LA. And let's start with how you started a business. Or how did you think about being an entrepreneur? Is there is there one focus? Is there certain different avenues in like as far as your passion? Tell yeah, me. I mean that's a really good question because it has. I'm I can only speak about like my experience, and uh, for me it started when. I had my first real entrepreneurship experience when I was about 14 years old. Um, this is where I learned about eBay. Mm -hmm. uh, I learned everything on like what it was to sell online. And me uh, or my brother and I, we figured out that you could buy things from China or Japan, like good sh brand shirts and for cheaper and you can sell it here and first you know like 
that's so that's my first experience which was the reselling buy something at a cost and then sell for a profit mm -hmm. so buy at 10 sell at 20 make a hundred percent profit yeah right get your money back and then you make that the double yeah. so that was my first uh, real experience I went from selling shirts it was like yeah selling shirts to shoes and ultimately like it kind of at so this was when I was in high school mm -hmm. and I really liked and it wasn't that money was motivating me at all. It was nice to see the money, but I never really focused on it. For me, it was the value mm -hmm. that I was bringing. Yeah. And the image also was really important for me at the time because it was high school. I was known as the, the, the clothing guy. You know, everyone knew like to come to me. I grew, I started growing uh, friends around it and people really wanted to know what I was selling because ultimately what I was selling people didn't have right people were buying things at Ross or people were buying like wherever people would buy clothes now mm -hmm. or back then but I was you could tell the people that were buying from me because their clothing was different yeah it was colorful it was like a, uh, like some some brands that weren't available um, for people to buy so that's where I started to learn how to how to do entrepreneurship amazing yeah and then because I knew that I already had an audience I knew that I had what we call your fans mm -hmm. and this is a really important aspect of business you want to try and have your like a, a thousand fans and the fans are people that anytime you have a new product you know that they're there to buy it you know that they're gonna support you you know they're gonna share it you want a thousand of those to have a real successful business. I learned this on a book, I can't recall which one, but I like knew- Like a base, you mean like a base of yeah, people? So yeah, a base of people. A thousand a is the goal. Point. Yeah, a thousand is the goal, but you want to build your audience. Yeah. People that are trusting you, that support you. A hundred percent. Yeah, and when I had that, I'm like, okay, like I can offer them anything else. Like they trust me. And, I, and we already have a bond. Mm -hmm. Because in order to sell anything, you need to have their trust. Right. That's it. When, and once there's a trust, there's an, even, there's an even exchange. The money is just an energy form, mm -hmm. right? Just an exchange. And then the value or the service is what you get back. So you kind of build a relationship with your base. Yeah, you build okay. it for sure. And then I started a clothing brand because I'm like, okay, well, if I can buy a 10 and sell for 20, why not learn how to come up with my own brand, mm -hmm. buy at around $2 and then sell at 20. But now it's a business that you can scale, something that's under your control. So that was my first real experience with, with doing that. And I've always been very, um, very, very, very good with, um, the video ended, whatever. Oh. I've always been very good with the, always been very good at it very good at telling so that's that's where I started love it yeah and can you tell me where are you now in life like yeah. as far as you Daniel as a person like your passions your your hobbies all the way to where are you in career or and 
what are your goals? Mm-hmm. Which is a tough question, I know. Yeah, But, yeah. Um, so, I feel like when you learn the, well first when you go through entrepreneurship, you learn a lot. You learn a lot, not only about business and making money, but you learn a lot about life. You understand different aspects. And my road, I mean, by far the craziest, I guess for myself. I've been, I started, I went clothing brand, then I went into working for a bank, uh, and then I went to uh, doing real estate. And within real estate, I joined a real estate technology company where I, that's where I had my first real experience with engineering. Mm -hmm. All of it self-taught. I mean, I did not, I, I, I'm more of a person that will learn as I do. And I learned how to do it myself, the coding, the programming, joined a real estate tech company, then started my own media company. And then I was recruited by another tech company, which is now worth a billion dollars. And now, and then, which leads me to now, which now I'm equity owner for those tech companies. I build, I'm building my own software, which mm -hmm. is a customer engagement. It's all online for, for doctors called Fossil MD. Okay. And so I'm building that. I'm working. I still have my, my marketing agency, the media business that runs in a way automated. I have people that are doing the work, so yeah. hands off. And um, I'm have the podcast because I believe that there is a. I want to be a voice for minority people. Mm -hmm. I feel like there is still not a lot of, honestly, just there's not a lot of integrity with okay. a lot of the people that I see. A lot of people that are really out there, I don't feel like there is this need to really want to help. I just feel like something's missing. And I believe that the minority like market is still like, hasn't really been very, they're not being noticed as much as they should be. You know, like somebody like me, like I've, I can tell you all my successes, but I guarantee you for all the successes, there's about easily like 50 failures and struggles that come along with it, every single one of them. And it's, when you feel like you don't have a voice, you, it's hard for you to reach out for help. And when you don't reach out for help, you feel like you have to do it all on your own. And when you do it all on your own, you get stuck mm -hmm. because you don't know everything. You don't know everything, I promise you. And once you get into that point, it's more likely that you're going to quit or fall into bad habits. Now, obviously, like to each their own, everyone has their own paths, um, but I feel like if I can share my story, share my, my successes, my failures, which I'm all, I'm very happy for it, all of them, because they've led me to this. If I can just, just be that representative for somebody. And 
one of, and I'll tell you this, I've never talked about this actually. Um, Welcome to <laughs> <laughs> Coffee Talk with Riri. One of the reasons why, because me, like, look, I'm, <laughs> I'm the person that's on the back of the scene. Like, somebody wants to be an actor, whatever. I know everything. I know how to get them to where they want to be, whatever they want. But I've always been behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But when I was in real estate, I, as you know, it's a, it's a customer-facing industry. You have to be out there. You have yeah. to talk. You have, and during that time, I did a lot of work with, like, social media, putting my content, like, motivating people. And I was around 20 years old at the time. And I was, like, dealing with million-dollar homes. Mm-hmm. And I had an awesome team. Agents of LA was my brokerage. And I was, I had the best of the best next to me. So I was really putting myself out there. And when I put that on the side, I, there was a good friend of mine. He's in the Marines. Mm-hmm. And I, I, we were talking. And he told me, he's like, Daniel, like, when you were doing real estate, and you were sharing all those things, all the motivation and everything. I was actually watching you every single day. I was looking forward for your post. I was waiting for you to post something because I was going through depression. And a matter of fact, if it wasn't for you posting all, posting and talking about what you were doing, I would have kept taking the medicines that I was taking to 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 work with med, with the uh, with depression. depression. And, but he's like, but you actually got me out of it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's crazy you, what a human being can do to yeah. another, right? I had no, and mind you, this is my, one of my really good friends. Yeah. Good friends who grew up together. He knows my family. I know his. But I would have never known that. And then I wonder, I'm like, who's watching? <laughs> right? How many of him are there? And you want to know the best part? Doubt. You want to know the best part? Tell me. Right now? This guy is one of the best realtors in his cities in Palm, the Palmdale area. Yeah. He is like, he, after the, the, uh, his time at the Marines, he went to school for a little bit and then he decided to do real estate. Now, I'm not going to tell you that like it was because of me that I mentored him because he had, I'm sure, great well, mentors. But you had something in it. Come it, on, don't deny it. Yeah, I mean, I can, I, Speak I, highly about yourself, I feel that, you know, because it's definitely a foundation because I know that to be a realtor or a successful realtor, there's a lot of work yeah. and I can never take, uh, I can never take the, uh, I can never take that from them. Like it's yeah. still heavy work. It's still working every day, but I believe that it motivated him to choose that career which then allowed him to find the opportunities that are going, that opened him to be very successful. So when I think about that, I'm like, okay, I have to do this. I have to do this because I wish that I had somebody that I looked up to. Like a mentor. A men- I always had mentors, but you know, in a weird way, nobody really looked like me. They're mm-hmm. all like, you know, like just different. And I felt like I missed somebody that like I could relate to not only on a mindset level, but on a physical level. Yeah. And that's why I just feel like I really, um, I'm passionate about the, the minorities, you know, like my, like people that look like me, have my skin color, like mm-hmm. my height, everything, you know, and I want them to know, like it's like, 
we good. You, you know, good. we're making it's it. It's possible, and it's crazy how much impact we have on other people's lives. Absolutely. From the little things, from changing people, from what I do, from teach um, fitness to, you know, whatever. If, if people want to lose weight or gain muscle or get toned or know how to be a better dancer, it's crazy how much we can change people's lives. Not only physically, what are we talking right now? Mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Continue. Absolutely. No, no, you're <laughs> so right. Your story is so interesting. Thank you. Thank you. And, like, like, I've had the opportunity to, like, my, even my sister, you know, she mm -hmm. has a very successful account, uh, accountancy out in Huntington Beach. And, you know, like, she, her husband works with her and they have, they, you know, they bought a, almost a million dollar home, like very successful. And one of the things is like, Daniel, you motivated me to start this company because I saw you as a realtor so young and out there. And I can tell you that my siblings will tell you that, that I've motivated them as they have motivated me. But, you know, I'd never, you never really know who's watching is what I'm saying. Yeah. You never know who's watching. So try and put good content out there that really comes from the heart. Because once you put yourself out there like that, you're vulnerable and you allow yourself to be seen, you, there's, a, there's something energetically that happens where you start to get rid of people that don't serve you mm -hmm. and you start to attract your tribe. What you start likes. to attract people that are looking for you. And it's, you don't have to worry so much about who's going to follow me and everything. Just put it out there and be consistent about it. Thank you for telling me that. Be because <laughs> Speaking of that, <laughs> you helped me so much in our last podcast when we were talking about um, the steps to become a choreographer in the industry. You helped me so much. You motivated me. And even our, in our little conversations on the phone, in a text... I feel like, okay, I really should start creating more content. I should put myself out there. Like, It's just crazy how much impact you have on me in a short amount of time that we know each other. Mm. So thank you. Happy. <laughs> I feel very motivated. Thank even you for that sharing. we're doing that, like even when we're talking about it and being vulnerable and sharing our thoughts and feelings and our passion and our steps and career and life. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Yes. Thank you for leveling me up and understanding that it is important to share. And Yeah, and I feel like it's very important to talk to somebody and, you know, you can keep each other accountable. Mm -hmm. Like a fitness partner, you know? Hey, let's do a, a seven-day challenge, fitness challenge. So we we holding each other accountable, mm -hmm. I feel like. Yeah. So if I can motivate you in a way, <laughs> aka come take my dance classes, <laughs> um, you know, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely would love to take a dancing class. I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> Are you? I don't I'm 100% know. <laughs> serious. I am 100% serious. We'll make it happen because um, before we start recording, we had a little conversation about um, how can I describe it? creating content and just mm -hmm. put it out there and do the work um, so I'm gonna work on that good and I feel like you were really good at it 
you know, because your content is something that people are like, it's one is usually videos, it's dancing, but you're a professional, like you have a skill, a good (laughs) skill, like a, a skill that's like just people, even if they don't know how to do that. They just want to see because it's entertaining, you know. But the ones that do know, okay, this girl knows what she's doing, and they'll I mean, be up for the challenge. You think? Yeah. Challenge your mind, challenge your body, challenge your soul. Okay, I have to go stop the podcast and go record some content right now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm super motivated, guys. You have no idea. So yeah, <laughs> talking about impact of people. Um, can you tell me? What do you do in your spare time? Spare time? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Outside of work? Outside of work, many things, many things. I mean, I see work as just a, I don't identify with it. Mm-hmm. I don't think, because if it gets taken away, it's okay. I know how to start it off from scratch. And ultimately, like, it's not my life, right? So. Everything Don't else. Don't more consumers. No, I mean, why? It's really just a game. Work. Mm-hmm. You work. You know, like if you're working for money. Unfortunately, it's never going to be enough. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you focus so much on. On the money aspects and everything, whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> I outside of work, I really I I love to meditate. I mean, a big meditator. Uh, my morning ritual consists of a 15-minute uh, uh, priming motivation uh, meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by Tony Robbins, and I was thinking about Tony Robbins today. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully, he can resume his workshops and come yeah. to LA. Yeah. So yeah. I can go. Yeah, I, I went to his uh, his workshop. It was uh, UPW, Unleash the Power Within, Amazing. a few years ago. Um, I do that. I like going to the beach. I like hanging out with my friends, as you know. Mm-hmm. I I love hanging out with my with my brother and Thais, his fiance, which is we're such a cool little crew. Yeah. Outside from the bigger crew, um, and I I like to do that. Um, I like to paint. I've been painting a lot recently. Um, it gets me in the mood to just you know just be like flow the creative juices love that yeah yeah it's really and just to sit down and mm. to create you know painting colors just and shaping the colors into mm-hmm. something that you want it to be which ultimately represents whatever painting you have in mind is it's such a it's such a gift to be able to see color you know to understand 100%. that like our eyes can't even see all the colors that are really out here right now. Now it's it's limited. You, know, you think this is everything, but there's more going on that the eye can't see. So painting reminds me of that. Reminds me of the fact that, like, and it's like kind of like we were talking about like confirmation bias. Like a lot of times, the reason why your life is a certain way is because you're only focusing on the things that make it that way. Mm-hmm. So there could be 10 things in front of you, 
all happening at the same time. But depending on what you're thinking about and what your current focus is, mm-hmm. you're going to remove all the nine things and you're going to focus on whatever makes sense to your initial thoughts. I love that. Right. So, so that's why they say like, like it, there's a saying that goes, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Oh, hold on, hold on. Repeat that (laughs) slowly. Yeah, now this is a a quote from, again, somebody that, uh, from a book. Whether you think, remember, think Mm -hmm. is the word. Think is the key word. Whether you think you can do something or you can't do something, you're right. So, what are you going to choose? And whatever you choose, you're right. So, choose whatever you want to do and don't give thought to the other side because ultimately, you want all your focus on whatever it is that you want to accomplish. Yes. And that's when we're talking about like confirmation bias, the information mm-hmm. bias, where you can, you're only going to, like if you're watching the news, right like you can look watch so many but so many different things could go on but let's say you're thinking about covid Mm -hmm. you're just going to be focused on whatever topic covid uh, comes up on you're going to forget everything else in relationships if you think that things are things are going to get better things are going to get better things are going to get better you you having you giving yourself that focus i feel like thoughts create reality and we speak words into existence. Yes, we have to put some work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I 100% agree. I like that when you talked about relationships. Yeah, I mean, relationships, I mean, that's, that's a whole can that mm-hmm. we can open. I mean, I've, I've been in relationships. All have taught me some valu- most, most valuable lessons that I know now about myself I it's, it's allowed me to become the person that I am and to know that there's more and uh, feel like really I'm not a, I'm in no way a relationship expert <laughs> no, you don't take advice for, from me at all for experience but from know? experience yeah. I can say that like, whatever it is that you're All that matters is that you put your all into it yeah. and that you know that the other person is giving you that. And whatever you're going through, you're growing through. Yeah, oh. exactly. Whatever you're going through, you're growing through. And, you can't, and here's the thing, though. You can't change anybody. You cannot. You can't change. Don't, don't, don't expect to go into a relationship thinking, oh, you know what, maybe like this person drinks a lot, but when we come into a relationship, it's going to stop drinking. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Like... You go into a relationship, there's a really good book mm-hmm. called Love Mastery and Attached. Okay. And Love Mastery gets, uh, talks to you about, like, look, if you buy a dog, if you adopt a dog, don't expect it to act like a cat. Oh, right? 100%. Yeah, you cannot. And it's the same thing with, with relationships. Like, you know what you're getting into, like, know that you picked that from the beginning 
Right. And so that's like love mastery kind of talks a little bit about like the different like rules of a relationship. Um, and then attached is actually a really good book. No, I feel like it's not, not a lot of people are speaking about it, mm-hmm. but attached is about the different personalities that in general people have when it comes down to a relationship. One is the uh, avoidant, the other one's the anxious, and the other one's secure. Three types. And there's an actual quiz that you can take to see which where you land. But, you know, anxious is people that, people that are like, you know, like, oh, I want to make sure everything's okay. You know, like the ones that's like putting in most of the work in a way sometimes. Yeah. Avoidance is usually the people that, the, the individuals that like want to be kind of left alone. Yeah, you step know, out. Step out. Yeah. They don't want to like go, they don't want to deal with it so much. And secure is just somebody that's just really secure you know understands they would date an anxious or an avoidant person and is able to see okay like that's your stuff yeah i'm secure i'm good i'm gonna be here for you and i'm gonna decide if this is not working for me i'm gonna step out a bit stoic Mm -hmm. a bit stoic for sure but um highly recommend it i mean because it because there's a lot of things that you have no control over you've been programmed a certain way based on how you were raised based on what you saw when you were a kid that you don't even remember on your parents seeing them and relationships and also it's really important to understand the psychological aspects of it and then seeing like where do i land and it makes so much sense after you read that book. Yes. Um, Where we can find it? Online, Amazon? Yeah, Amazon Attached. It's by a a psychologist. Um, I can't recall her name, but amazing book. And Love Mastery by uh, Don Miguel. Don Miguel. Yeah, Don Miguel, yeah. He's got the books, uh, like, uh, the Four Amendments or something? Four Agreements? Four four Agreements. Mm -hmm. Which one of them I talked about today with my friend? Don't take anything personal. Yeah. Huh? Mm-hmm. Just do you. Yeah. I love it. I'm learning so much from you. Oh, man, yeah. yeah so much you. knowledge. And, and <laughs> you're such an intelligent person. Let me tell you. Um, before we end, can, I, can you share some tips and tools for a person that wants to start a business or think about going on an entrepreneur way? Absolutely. First of all, congrats. You're stepping into <laughs> yes. a... Entrepreneurship really is about finding freedom. It's about that long-term investment. It's about wanting to have and take full control of your destiny, right? It's about seeing, okay, like, this is what I want. So first is making the decision. So you made the decision, you want to be an entrepreneur, you've had the ability, or maybe some things in your life aren't like the nine to five or whatever isn't working, or maybe it is working, but you just want to work on something on the side. Whatever it is, it's fine. Mm-hmm. As long as you make the decision, okay. Next step is what do you want to offer, right? And when it comes down to entrepreneurship, usually you go in there with, you want to make some profits, right? You want it to finance your life and you want to have a certain lifestyle, so you need to make some profits, right? If you don't have, so you need to have sales, and you need to have like, like sales. Yeah. So now, okay, what can you offer 
in order for the other side, the customer to pay you in an exchange, in an energy exchange of money. So think about that. Like, do I have a skill that people can can get value from? Do I have a service that I can offer? Do I build websites for people? Um, the skills, am I a dancer? Mm-hmm. Can I teach somebody? Um, and a product, like, did I just create something and now I want to sell it? Or what's really hot nowadays is drop shipping, where you don't even need to have any of that. What you do is you find a, a, a warehouse, mm-hmm. like in Alibaba or Amazon, that, let's just stick with Alibaba, that you just resell. So they're selling a product at $5, and then you can resell it for 10 yeah. The same concept that I started with. So first is figure that out. If you're an entrepreneur, you kind of have an idea already. Like, okay, like... This is what I want to offer. On a side note, if you don't, I always tell everyone, people are like, I want to be an entrepreneur, but I don't know what to sell or I don't know what to offer. But you just really want to be an entrepreneur. What you do is look at the things that you just purchased within the last month. Oh, like, that's a good idea. Did I just purchase a service or a product that I really like? Think about those. And think about the one that you actually really enjoyed. Like, did you just uh, purchase a, a, a massage? right Mm. you felt the way you know the way it feels you on the other side as a customer you already know the feeling the exchange and the experience okay how can i provide those services because you already have a model that works right so that's an aside no if you don't know but you're looking but there's tons of ways there's if you research businesses to start for cheap on google it'll give you ideas so product is that you have your product service perfect now, who's your audience? Mm-hmm. Like, think about that. Who are you going to sell this to? Who would benefit the most? Because one service necessarily is not going to work for everybody. Like, let's say you, you're, you want to, let's say you want to offer um, like a, a dancing, dance tutorials, dance tutorials fitness videos, right. challenges, you know, fitness plan, a nutritional plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta yeah. target your audience. You target build you, your audience. You kind of you want to see okay, like between the ages of twenty to I don't know fifty or Why? lower. Why go up a little bit? One hundred and twenty. No, you have to really be yeah. observant of a detailed target. It doesn't mean that you can't offer it to everyone, but like you want to find what we call a customer avatar. Customer avatar is paint your perfect client. Like, write, draw it. Mm-hmm. This is my customer avatar. Give it a name, Charles. Okay. And uh, Charles is a uh, software engineer. Um, he makes $100,000 a year. And he drives to work. And he's looking for a hobby after work. And it's, it's going to be dancing. Once you start to, you because you want to zero in, you want to get as clear as possible. Like right. the questions that I was asking you earlier today. Like, what's your, what are your goals? Like, get clear. You're, crystal you, clear with your, yeah. Crystal clear, even with your, with, your, with your custom audience, with your audience. Be clear on who that person is. And, or maybe it's businesses, right? Okay, specific business. So you, so find who that person is, find that. 
So now you have a product and now you know who to sell it to. That right there is about 50% of everything. Then is sales, right? Then is, okay, how are you gonna sell your product? Like, where do you find these people? And that's where you can get into the online marketing, you can go into Facebook, you can build your audience. Mm -hmm. But the most important part, and all of that, honestly, really starts to come a bit more fluent once you have your product built. Once you have it built, you know, okay, it's there. Now you need to know how to really present it. Present it, get out there. If you already have an audience, there are already people that know you, right? They, they trust you, so they're willing to pay for something because that's the funnel. Mm -hmm. You want people to go from like a cold audience to warmer audience. Warmer meaning they're more likely, they trust you, they like you, and they're willing to give you money in exchange. So first step is um, no, make the decision. Yeah. Second step, or let's, you made the decision. First step is know your product, what you want to offer. Yeah. Second step is who are you selling it to? And third step is sell it. Like figure out how you want to go about it. Um, I definitely, in, but to go into a more pragmatic level, I would say once you have your product, have a name for it, go into the IRS website, search for EIN, get your EIN number using your social as a sole prop. And so it's like official kind of, like, yeah, kind of yeah. brand. Yeah, it's you want to set up all that first, like the, either sole, proper, uh, sole proprietorship or an LLC. If you're just starting out and you want to do a sole prop, that's perfect, and that's on the tax level. When you're dealing with the IRS, you never want to like mess with them. Right. You want to pay your taxes, and you want to be fair with that, and you don't want to commingle. You don't want to mix your business and, and personal expenses and income together. So once you have your EIN number, which mm -hmm. you can YouTube how to get EIN, then with that, you can open a business bank account. You go into the bank account, on, onto the bank, and they will ask you for that number. And an EIN is basically like your business social security. Mm. Normally you would give out your social security to open a bank account. Now you're saying, hey, this is a business and this is its social security, quote unquote. So then you open a business account and then you have to find a way to charts, go on stripe.com is what I've used, where it's easy to send invoices, to have them pay on a credit card. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit more of like the pragmatics, getting that initial part set up. Because once you have it set up, then you're like, okay, it's business, let's go and find clients and you don't have to worry so much. You have your accountant that can do the taxes and everything. But you always wanna keep that very separate to your personal. Um, but yeah, I mean like, that's, it's honestly business is not as hard as, it, as people make it seem. The thing that's hard is that people start to focus on what they call the shiny object syndrome. And what it is is you start something, you get the first good experience of like, oh, I'm so excited, I'm gonna do this. Like, I've been wanting to do this for a while. Mm -hmm. And then it starts to lose its hype. And maybe it doesn't really work out as, as, good, as good as you wanted to in the beginning. And all of a sudden you're already thinking of something else. 
and something else comes up, you're like, oh wow, that business actually looks more fun. And then you let go of what you were building to go into something new. That's a shiny object. Mm. And then you're constantly searching for new things, but you don't let the initial one grow. And for any business, it's gonna be consistency and then just put in the effort, put in the time. You know, like 100%. treat it like a nine to five. Like wake up and if you're just not working right now, you want to start your business, wake up at nine and clock out at five. And during that time, do the things that you need to do. Like there's no reason why you shouldn't have like your work should be nine to five in the beginning. You know, if you want to go later, that's perfectly fine as well. But, you know, you have to work with your own, own schedule at the time. Me, I don't like working after six, seven p.m. if I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually will start a little bit later if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get off late. But treat it like it's, it's just a part of your life. Don't treat it as everything. So did that give you the sort of like the A hundred percent and to the listeners as well. Okay. Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> We're learning so much. Guys, this is such an informative conversation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where people can find you, Daniel. Um, and don't forget to mention your podcast as well. Oh, yes, yes. The podcast mm-hmm. um, is uh, called Entrepreneurship with Daniel. Uh, you'll find it Spotify, Apple, Google, literally all the platforms. Deezer, Stitcher. Um, <clears throat> find me on Instagram, danielc.jpg. Like JPEG. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Facebook.com slash Entrepreneurship with Daniel. I mean, if you go into my Instagram, you'll find the link tree with all the links. Everything is there. Uh, yeah, everything, my marketing agency, everything. And like, I'm really happy to, if any of your um, listeners reach out to me, happy to help them out in any way. You know, they, they get a, a freebie because they come from you. Oh. <laughs> That's what they need to mention. That they okay, come don't from forget about me. <laughs> <laughs> I won't forget about you. All um, right. Yeah. Daniel, thank you. So, so much. Muchas gracias mm-hmm. <laughs> for taking the time and explaining and give us such an amazing information that I really hope people can take it and use it and do their work, do their research and, you know, spring wings and fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sky's the limit. Yeah. Right? All right. Okay, guys. That was my podcast for today. <laughs> wow. And I barely talked. I love that. <laughs> Give yeah, it to me right? every time. Um, so yeah, that was the episode for today. And stay tuned for the next one. And I'll see you in the next episode of Coffee Talk with Riri.